we drop in to a, a workshop. We see two people, dapper purple and gold uniforms on their shoulder. They've got a patch with a, a brown bird of some type. You can't quite distinguish. And below that, a number. One of them has a three. The other has a one. They're working on a device on the table that seems somewhat familiar to our intrepid party. It's a, a capsule that meant to be buried underground with a, a pressure and a release valve on the top. Number three is working on it, and we see he's got a little a little name tag down below that says Jay Sang. As he's uh, he's working on the piece, he starts questioning the morality involved behind the idea of the trap and whether or not it's morally ethical to loop somebody in their own death countless times until forever. And number one shuts him down immediately and assures him that it's all for the worst case scenario. It's not going to be any sort of any sort of big deal. It's never it's never even going to be used. He's sure. As uh, three finishes making his final notes on the, the blueprint that for the device so it can be you know, produced again. One picks it up, folds it, puts it into his jacket and turns back towards number three with magic glowing from his palms. And we see a glowing light and then nothing. Welcome back to Queering People Saving Throws, our queer D&D sub-podcast. We'll go around and introduce ourselves first. Hello, my name is August, and I play Avery Thomas, uh, pronouns he, him. A fun fact about Avery is that, uh, of all time, his favorite Halloween costume that he's ever had was when he was uh, six years old. He dressed as Scooby-Doo and only spoke in... The really high, like a really high pitched for a six year old, really high pitched pretend Scooby Doo voice as he went to every <laughs> house in you know the very small town where he grew up. Love that, cute. I'm Elena. My character is Gemma. Pronouns are she, her. And my fun fact is that Gemma is a Scorpio. Ooh. I'm KJ, and my character is Courtney, and Courtney lives with her sister Lizzie, obviously, um, as well as. They're roommate Jason, and they have a dog named Cheerio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sam. I play Montgomery, or Mo, um, whose pronouns are they, them. And fun fact about Mo is that they really love fun facts. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good fun fact. (laughs) Hi, buddy. I'm Noah. I'm going to give you a fun fact for Kelly this week. Kelly was originally born in the late 1300s. Okay. That's all, that's all we're going to get. Last week on... Wait, we didn't say the name of the show. Also, this is oh, a, we didn't say what you do on this show, Noah. I'm the DM, Dungeon Master. I um, run the game and everybody else that walks around in the background. It's Noah's world and we're just living in it. Um, we're really not is. living, considering the... We're making deals baby. demons. going right now. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. <laughs> this is Queering People's Saving Throws. Previously, last week. So, you know, we were just like bonding and and trying to figure out what we're going to do. And uh, then Kale shows up and uh, and uh, takes a couple steps and he gets blown up. And we uh, all had a real big feeling about that. And then he disappeared and he showed up again and he blowed up again. And we uh, we didn't know what was happening. 
So the group helped him get through it and then he fades away and Mo climbs a tree to get our bearings and figure out where we're going. We were like in the woods and there was this demon and I totally thought I could trust my sister but she like totally betrayed me and like had a talk with Mr. Suit Guy and he said if Mo went with him we'd almost skip two days. I don't know how it's possible but that's what he said. And then the, the group was talking about it and they didn't really want to take the deal Um, but I... I slipped away and I uh, decided to take the deal to protect the others. And just like that, as soon as Mo shook Kelly's hand, made the deal official, everybody lost consciousness. And Mo, do you mind doing a quick perception check to see how much of this yeah. next section of the journey you remember? I got a one on my dice, but then what oh, do I have? Critical fail. Well, if you get a, a, a one, you don't add anything or subtract anything. It's just the worst possible outcome. So rude. <laughs> you do not remember anything about how you got to the next place you find yourself. Great. <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. You don't know. You, to be fair, you don't even know your own name when you wake up. You've never been places before. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, you wake up and you are in a, a comfortable enough chair in a, a dark room. It seems to be a room, but you can't quite see walls you can't see much of anything it appears to be some sort of other alternate plane and kelly walks up and says oh hey you're awake fantastic are you ready to uh get to work ready to whew, get more powerful let's do it uh can i ask some questions first oh yeah of course what, what do you need bro let's uh let's get it well what did what do you want me for what am i here for Get stronger. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just like so. I mean, I don't want to say puny, but like you're, you're just kind of, you're just kind of here, bud. Like, I need you to be a powerhouse, somebody who can take down the big bad that's uh, looming in this, this valley. So I, uh, I'm going to try to accelerate that, give you a bit of mojo boost. Yeah. This is supposed to be funny. What? <laughs> no, not, not in the slightest. I'm desperately trying to save the entire valley and you are the instrument of power you're here to become something bigger and better than yourself all right sweet okay and he tosses you a little thumb piano which is you know a little wooden box or sphere with a metal prong sticking about the top of it oh yeah yeah as you catch it he starts raising his hands and chanting something and you feel yourself start to get a little bit bigger, more powerful, and you go to level two. So we're going to do a quick level oh, up. Oh, <laughs> doing some leveling up today. Okay. How do I do that? That's a great question. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's your first leveling up. Okay. And so I'm going to let you work on that for a minute, okay. but then I'm going to switch over to the rest of the group. Everybody else, you are peacefully sleeping, just a little passed out and in the middle of the road still. You're still not in a comfortable position, I'll say it, but you are deep asleep and each one of you has a dream. Okay. Avery, as you are face down in the dirt, you see a vision of your parents and you're sitting with them at a living room and the walls are pure white, white light that extends out as far as you can see. They're talking to you, but they're not talking to you. And you can see they're not making eye contact with you. They're seeing something past you. Okay. Can Avery make out anything of what they're saying? Or is it just like 
you can hear just bits and pieces. They're they're throwing snippets out about their schedule for the week, you know, trying to see what night everybody can sit down to have dinner. He's going to try and interrupt and be like, Ma, can you hear me? Because he, he can kind of sense that they're not, something is off. Uh, so he's going to like wave his hand in front of her face and try and get her attention. And she blankly is staring at first, but when you call her name, she turns just for a second as if she heard something, but then peers past your hand off to the horizon. He's going to say it again, more insistent and like try and put his hand on her shoulder. Like, Ma, Ma, can you hear me? As you, you say that, she blinks suddenly and almost appears to see you for a moment. But as you touch her, you pass straight through and it fades away. Your mother is gone. Your father's still sitting there just uh, chit-chatting away to nobody. Oh, he's going to get, he's going to stand up and look around. You said it's like a white. I'm picturing like in, there's some scenes in The Good Place where they're just in the void. Yes. Is that like kind of. Exactly. Exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. So uh, he's going to walk towards what he's not sure is a wall or it doesn't, he wants to see if it, how far he can like, will it keep going or is he going to hit a wall? Yeah, you you've make it 25 feet away from your father and you can turn around and see him and he's still in the same exact position. Chit-chatting doesn't seem to register that you've left or your mother has left. He's having a conversation with no one. Yes. You hear from behind you as, as you've turned back to look at your father. You hear behind you further away. Almost music, but it's not not anything you recognize, but it's a deep thrum of energy and harmony hmm yeah he's gonna move towards the music yeah uh he's gonna start moving towards the music as as you turn to follow the music the sounds you see two figures well off in the distance at least 100 feet they're they're fuzzy you cannot make out their features but they feel like your kin okay people you've never met but okay He's going to yell, howdy, howdy, up over there. You, can you hear me? They both turn to look at you and start waving frantically, waving you over. He's going to run towards them, like kind of book it. As you start running, they start running towards you as well. Happily, arms open, and every step you take, the distance between the two of you grows. Never, You never get closer. You can just see them getting further and further away, calling out for you. He's going to like feel like the frustration of that. And I think that almost fuels a faster, like he feels like his body is urging him to just like go at a, a wildly fast speed, which he's going to start. So he's going to start pushing beyond like his normal limits if he can. Pushing and pushing. And as you almost hit your breaking point, you feel something switch inside of you and you get a lot faster and you, you don't know why. Okay. And you look up and they've done the same thing. The same switch has flipped for them and they're making so much more progress to you. And as soon as you get within 20 feet of each other, you can see pure joy on their faces as they as well fade into nothingness. And the entire light room goes dark. And now we're going to move over to Courtney. Okay. That's when I wake up. Cool. <laughs> oh, you also level up. Sick. <laughs> I will work on that. You're good. Courtney, you 
you okay you threw this into your fact but i already had this written down okay you see the day you brought cheerio home (gasps) you and lizzie and jason picked him out and you bring him home to your your new apartment that you just gotten a month or two ago it's pretty recent doesn't quite feel like a home until there's a, a loving pet there you know so the three of you put so much effort into getting ready for a dog and trying to find the perfect one. And as soon as you walked into the rescue place, you knew that was him. And he's adorable, just a little a little monster of a dog, but in the best possible way. And you remember this exact day. Like you can, you it stands out to you because this day was the angriest you ever got with anybody, as far as you can remember. <laughs> there may have been things that were blacked out, but this is the the most upset you can remember being because you you brought Cheerio home and then your parents came up by to see the new puppy and see how everything was going at the new place. You hear the doorbell. Your parents just got there. Okay, well, I'm going to go open the door. You open and your mother is overjoyed and so excited. Oh my God, thank you so much. Come on in, hun. Let's come in. Bustles right inside is already picking up things that needed to be tidied up and is like, oh, you missed one. Character question. Is Courtney's mom one of those little people from uh, Charlie Brown who just... (laughs) 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 Could be. So yeah, your mom comes in and is already bustling the house up and your dad walks in and he's... Parking sucks. It's a nice place though. And then they see the dog. And Cheerio comes around the corner. And what sort of dog is Cheerio? Cheerio is a wiener dog. Wiener dog, of course. And <laughs> your father says, Jesus Christ, I swear to God, that's a that's that's the most cursed animal I've ever seen in my entire life. And your mom starts freaking out, saying, Oh my God, after everything we taught you and all the preparation, you're just going to squander it all on this beast that's just going to ruin everything we've saved you for. Lizzie is in the other room and wasn't hearing any of this. What's your first reaction? I'm going to pick up the dog. (laughs) He's so cute, though. (laughs) Your mom's livid. She's ready to take back every nice thing she's ever ever said about how great you guys have been doing in this apartment saying how you need to be protected and this is not the way to be doing that inviting in a cursed creature who's gonna influence your entire beings and decision wow he's like jason's dog really anyways <laughs> jason pipes up from the other the other room and says hey hey what <laughs> bro <laughs> as as you turn to look at jason for his call out <laughs> your mother takes the dog and starts running out the door no i i guess i'm screaming for lizzie at this point and chasing her fair lizzie busts <laughs> into the room immediately and is like what oh my god can you like <gasps> panic run she's in a full sprint after your mom as well your dad just grabs the keys and is like well i guess we're leaving yep that tracks and he like looks at Jason and is like, no more cursed animals and then walks out. Your mom barely makes it outside before she gets bit by Cheerio and he jumps dog. off and starts running down the street. Uh, I'm going to chase the dog. I don't care about my mom. <laughs> she calls out after you saying, oh, my God, you're not even trying to be safe. Please. Oh, my God. You look both ways before you cross the street. Lizzie's screaming at her. You don't even you just threw a dog in the street and tried to kidnap it etc etc as your parents 
fade away into the background and you're chasing after Cheerio. Roll an investigation check for me. Investigation. It's one of those eyes. I rolled a 20. <laughs> yeah, okay. You immediately spot Cheerio at the end of the next block and you see him taking a little piss break. No big deal. And you start to catch up to him. And by the time you get there, you and Lizzie have caught up to each other and spend the whole rest of the night walking around the city because if your parents are going to try to tell you how to live your life, then you aren't going to take it. And so you walk the dog for most of the rest of the evening. And that's where we're going to leave you, walking with Lizzie. You also level up as well. <clears throat> okay. Oh my God. Dog napping was not on my list of things <laughs> to do. <laughs> Gemma, now it's your turn. You sort of wake up in a, in a, like a bed. And similar to Avery's setting with the white background, white walls, because everything feels out of focus. It's, it's very fuzzy, blurry, TV static type of vibe. And you see somebody walk into the room. Somebody you do not recognize. She had a very specific purple and gold uniform with a patch of a brown falcon on the shoulder and a number beneath it with the number seven. And they say, oh, hey, silly head. You uh, finally up? Who are you? Oh, oh, hey, <laughs> it's, it's me. I'm, and as she says her name, you immediately forget it. And you don't know why. And they say, oh, okay. It's, it's that day. Okay. Hey, it's, it's okay. And as they say that, you realize you're crying. And you don't know why. You have no reason to cry. They are also crying and they step forward and they say, hey, no, 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 <laughs> it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. You're here now. I'm here. We're going to, we're going to make sure that you guys are going to be safe and get through this. <laughs> that, that guy, <laughs> that little demon fuck, he was not supposed to be there, not supposed to mess with any of these plans at all. You are so special, Gemma. As she says your name, you hear that perfectly loud and clear and it cuts to your soul. You've heard this person say your name, this heartfelt, hundreds of times before, but you don't know when or why. And she takes your hand and leads you through a wall into the next room and says, hey, it's going to be really hard and it's, and it's, it's going to hurt you a lot, but you have to because I need you. I need you again, Gemma. We, we can get through this together, but first you have to wake up and then everything goes black and you level up. So dramatic. <laughs> and then we're going to go back to Mo. Mo, mid-training with Kelly, he has given you a lot of tips and tricks about how to play the thumb piano and how to use the reverberations that it creates in tune with your own magical abilities. And he's taught you how to cast spells, how to, what all did you get for level two? Wild shape. You get the ability to transform into mm -hmm. animals now. So yeah. you've grown. You, at this point, you and Kelly have spent six hours together in training, but it, it feels like longer to you because you've got whatever realm you're in, whatever weird space this is, is a uh, throwing you off of time perception but you've you've been training you've been giving it your all all right what's your what's your next step we're just in like in the middle of training yeah it's just like a table and some chairs kind of area whenever you test the 
spells or whatnot, and you stand up and practice playing the instrument and echoing it around the room. Kelly's congratulating you. Says, oh, you've gotten so much better, honestly. And this is this is just the start. Oh my God, we're gonna get you so pumped. It's gonna be great. Are you ready? How do you how do you feel? Man, I mean, I I feel powerful. Yeah, right. Feel- it's it's great. Yeah. Nothing like it. You know, I, I am I am wondering what um you know the the group is on my mind. Oh, those your little friends. Okay. I yeah, mortals have such a weird concept of like friends like that's i don't get that personally but um okay so i did i'll tell you the truth i lied a little bit during our whole little crossroads conversation see i'm what i'm a crossroads demon guy right so i know how to make the deals and how to do that but there's there's a there's somebody here in this valley that's uh we'll say limiting my true amount of uh, power, I guess you could say, but I don't like to dwell on that. So I'm, I couldn't quite make the deal that I said I could, where I just skipped them to Thursday. So I just had to put a sleep spell on them that'll last for two days. So, I mean, they'll be fine. They'll just wake up really hungry and it'll, it'll be all right. They'll be, they'll be fine. And it'll skip them straight to Thursday, which is really all I needed. So I don't think I actually lied because I just said I was going to skip them. <laughs> like, So they're just like all sleeping in yeah. the forest. I mean, yeah, they're kind of in the middle of that little dirt path. But <laughs> they in looked the middle, pretty funny. What, dude, what about what? What if there's no. like a bear or something? Oh, I wouldn't be too worried about the bear. There's a. There's that that thing that that guy out there. All oh, right, whatever, He's whatever. The... <laughs> what if there's something out there that get? This was not the deal, dude. No, they'll be fine. They'll be safe. I've got spies watching them. It's okay. And he holds out his oh, little God. wrist and talks into it. His little wrist. I don't know why. And he he said he starts chirping like a bird. And a bird chirps back and he said, yeah, okay, see, they're all sleeping right there. We're good. It's fine. They're going to keep an eye on them and I'm going to get you more pumped because we need to go take care of this guy so I can get back to my full power and take over the valley again. You down? You down? You're down. Yeah, we got this. (laughs) Okay. This will be good. I mean, I... Fuck, man, this is this is all confusing. Well, were you just talking to birds? Yeah, like that's that's what you, you can turn into a bird. Can you right? teach me how to do that? You know what? I got you. And he buckles you down for another training session, and you go up another level. <laughs> now level three. Wow. So you guys train for another five oh or God. six hours, and I'm gonna go deal with the group while you do that. So the rest of the party is all just passed out in the dirt Gemma you open your eyes as if you were pulled up from the ground somebody gave you a hand up somebody who's not there and you were awake and aware and Avery Courtney and Lizzie are passed out in front of you uh who am I standing closest to Avery okay so I like go to Avery and I like shake them wake up are you all right Avery yeah, uh, Avery doesn't like to get woken up on the best of times, so he's going to sort of grumble and 
very slowly like be shifting around the other two shake them see what's going on check their pulses thank you <laughs> like what lizzie does not have pulse. no i'm just kidding it's fine plot twist lizzie is the undead <laughs> lizzie's very grumpy about waking up but stretches and does it anyway oh, oh my god that was the most uncomfortable i've ever slept ever since billy french's closet Oh my god, so it's like Mo gone? I don't see them. Lizzie looks around and checks the whole area, frantically searching for them. Um, so what was that? I don't know, but like, you're the one that talked to the suit guy. Like, what did he say? What did he actually say? Oh my god, he just told me so many things about what's happening in this valley. He said that there's a big bad guy who really wants to stop everything and make everybody bad and everything's gonna suck unless we stop him. And I said, cool. Demon told you this. Yeah, what if he was bad? Well, see, I have a, I'm a phenomenal judge of character, so I, I could tell when he was lying or not. No, uh, does Courtney believe that Lizzie is a good um, judge of character? <laughs> <laughs> or is past experience tell her that that's not true? <laughs> I think you would know that when the cards come down, Lizzie is the good judge of character, but not always at first glance. Okay. She's she's made some mistakes for sure. That's that's kind of where I was, but I just wanted to double check. <laughs> okay, but like, we're still here. What should we do now? We need to find Mo. Mm, I mean, it kind of felt like Mo wanted to leave us. I don't know. What about- other possible reason could they have? I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm starving. I'm I'm so so hungry. How long have we been asleep? Roll. Oh, actually, most of you would have watches that have the date. So, so I'm just gonna say it's been one day. So it's now Wednesday. Wednesday morning. We'll say around ten or eleven. And we set out on this journey when Tuesday. He was okay. trying to skip you to Thursday, but we didn't make it. <laughs> Gemma got woken up early. And then woke the rest of us up. Yeah. My watch yeah. says it's been a whole day. Well, that's why I'm so hungry. Oh my god. The uh did didn't the uh the demon didn't he say he was gonna skip us ahead two days? Oh my god, that's right. Why why isn't it Thursday? Avery's gonna like turn to her and be like, You want it to be Thursday? I mean, at this point, it feels like the best exit for this journey because that's when I get to go home. You think wait. Where's the car? Just because it's Thursday, we'll get... It's not how (laughs) trips end. Amy's going to just turn away from her. (laughs) It's like you aren't even thinking. Oh, my God. Lizzie breaks out a a bar and starts eating it. I was just going to ask, did we eat all of the snacks? Because I know we ate a lot of the snacks. (laughs) We definitely ate a a significant amount of them, but there's still a a few handfuls of bars left. Uh, They break them out to offer one to Avery and Gemma. Already gave one to Courtney, obviously. Courtney is just going to pull the vodka back out as well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a great yeah. call my shoulder still hurts from when somebody threw a knife at me it wasn't intentional i don't know how many mm-hmm. times i have to say that four more please we'll get there <laughs> roll perception real quick everybody everybody okay it's gonna be a one and not a natural one just Oof. a one so avery sees not much of anything avery is uh so uh, hungry that he 
cannot perceive anything else. He's just and doesn't so see the bar that Lizzie is handing out, offering him. Avery's just so focused on like, oh my god. Avery feels like he's going to keel over. Feels like his insides are eating. Courtney is also very focused himself. on the bar. Gemma yeah. <laughs> rolled a twenty though. So, <laughs> Gemma, you see a very suspicious-looking bird perched in the top of the tree that Mo had climbed and Kale had climbed a little while ago. And he, the bird is eyeing you guys and hopping to another, another branch and then eyeing you guys and then hopping around. But he's always keeping you guys in sight. Can I approach the bird? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know if you are doing this because you just saw what I leveled up to, but speak with animals is one of my new powers. Is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. I love that. Oh, <laughs> so I don't yeah. know how that's going to... So as you approach the tree, your instinct is to try to speak to it. And so recite a small poem that gives you the ability to speak with animals until your next long rest. So I'm, I'm walking up to it. Yeah, he's a, he's getting anxious and kind of hopping, trying to look more natural and normal and thinks you're getting suspicious of him, but lets you approach without concern. Also, Noah, can you please, like, leave in the, like, actual time, like, this, like, quiet <laughs> bit, uh, where, like, Elena just, is just gonna, like, dash off a poem, like, real like quick. In, like... <laughs> yeah. It's rude. Honestly, it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because everybody be so impressed. Right. All right. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the bit that's the poem, and then understand is the last word and then after that i'm going to ask the bird a question okay i whisper with the voice of my ancestors let all nature hear me and understand who are you as you finish the poem a sort of uh purple light bursts out from the top of you down just down to the bottom like a cascade of uh purple sparks and it fades away almost as soon as it happened you ask the bird who are you and he says hey my name's uh my name's bob my, my name's Bob? Billy, Billy from The this, Wire. No. Fucking love this bird voice that you've chosen. It's the, the pigeons from Bolts. <laughs> I know that dog. He says, hey, hey, yeah, my name's Bob. I'm just uh, just here in the, the tree. How do you, how can you speak to me? How can you speak, you speak bird? It's a new thing. Um, I love it. I love, I love making new friends because new friends are always a blast. What's your name? Gemma, Ooh. what are you doing here, though? You're what? from this tree. You're Gemma, and that's Lizzie, and that's Courtney, and this one's Avery. Okay, yep, perfect. How do you know who we are? Oh, uh, 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 nobody, nobody said anything. Kelly didn't say anything about watching you guys. What do you know about that demon? anything to him about what happens if you guys leave, but I don't know anything about Ellie. And he's hopping around from, from limb to limb, getting a little bit more nervous. I don't, I don't know. I've never, I've never even been to his house. So I don't, I don't know what's, what do you, I, Where do we find him? He took our friend. He did what? He, he took it. You have friends? More? More new friends? Could, would, would they be, would they be my friend? I'm sure they would if you would actually help us and tell oh. us where to go. Oh my, roll animal handling. I know that Courtney can't understand anything that's happening, but if she could, she would definitely be taking this bird home. <laughs> From everybody else's perspective, Lizzie, is she, is she, okay, so she's talking to a bird now, right? Everybody else sees that? I got a 20 in animal handling. Oh, that's guess you're rolling. Goodness gracious. Avery looks profoundly uncomfortable with the fact that she's talking to a bird. <laughs> Just looks so wait, do they suspicious. hear me saying actual words or do they hear me making squawk noises? I think they Ooh. hear you 
speaking normally. And then they Ooh. hear those bird noises from the bird. Yeah. So we hear, we can see that you're having a conversation with the bird. Yeah. But, but it, you guys have no idea what the bird is saying. You just see, we yeah. understand half this conversation. Yeah. We're getting just the doctor's dialogue from Link. Nice. I can't reference that in the show. It's cut. It's fine. Stack straight. <laughs> um, I rolled a 20 in animal handling. Yes. So everybody else is watching you do this and they're, hmm. And Bob the bird is, oh my god, yes, okay, new friends, new friends galore, um, yes, let's do it, okay. And he skitters down to the ground, flutters down, doesn't skitter, and draws a little bit of a map in the dust next to the rest of the group. And uh, he's, okay, so we're here, and scribbles out a little huge, okay, so you go this way, up there is the village, we don't, I don't go there much because there's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of non-friends there, but sometimes I go down to the laboratory on the mountain because I love, I love all of those, the fun little pieces that I can find everywhere. There's so much, so much, uh, fun purple fabric and I, okay, I get to the point. My, okay, yes, I'm sorry. So then over here, there's this, there's really, really intense pit that's really deep and a lot of, a lot of bugs fall in there and I like to grab them before they hit the bottom, but sometimes they don't make it all the way to the bottom because a different creature grabs them. Are all birds as distracted as you? I, that feels offensive. I, I feel like, is am I the first bird you've spoken to? This is You just... would be the first. <laughs> and he packs a worm that crawls past on the ground. So, well, maybe maybe uh, just take that to heart. Uh, I, I, I really like you. We're good friends, but uh, I, I get distracted. It's ADHD. All all birds have it. But <laughs> 2003 <anyway>. bird. <laughs> He's trying. In an alternate plane. <laughs> So anyway, right outside that pit with all the bugs that sometimes Thanks for making me ableist the against a bird, Noah. <laughs> yeah. Right at the top of that pit, there's a little a little house built into the side, and he just kind of makes his little his his. He's got a basement house, you know. It's super cool. You from the top, it just looks like a little outhouse, like in that movie Shrek. Did you guys ever see that new movie Shrek? I really. What year did Shrek come out? I'm googling. Hang on. I think it's 2002. It might be too late. Yeah. Shrek came out 2001. 2001. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Cool. You can only Sorry. reference the first Shrek movie. Yeah, Shrek did <laughs> came out in 2004. So. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I really love that movie. Maybe one day they'll make a, a sequel. But I really love this. He lives in the outhouse, but he just takes that down to the basement stuff. So uh, it's right here. It's easy to get to. And I bet that's where your friend is. And my new friend. And everyone's new friend. Except I don't think Kelly's a friend. But he, he was my friend. You said he was a friend. He is. He's always my friend. I'm getting mixed signals from you. Me, me too. Avery... Avery is gonna like kind of lean over to to Courtney and and be like, just so I'm clear here, and I'm just not just real hungry. Is she talking to that bird? Just like Jerome map. Like, didn't that like ranger person like not read the map? Like, aren't we like lost? Like, how does the bird know where you we mean are? Mo? Yeah, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Courtney, you can't just call people that person, the park person. No, they got names, you Courtney. don't get to have <laughs> any opinions right now. You know what? Fine. She turns around and, and starts drinking from the flask again. <laughs> Sorry, Avery's not an out for <laughs> Courtney's fine. He's not. At least I don't throw knives at people. Get over it. At least I don't make deals with demons. It was one time. Can you just let it go? Swear to fucking oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. And Deal with you. demons. Thank you. Every flips her off and turns around and turns back to Courtney. <laughs> oh my God. So like Gemma, like what's the bird say? So at this point, Gemma pulls out her journal and like sketches the map that the bird has drawn on the ground so that that way, you know, 
a nice gust of wind doesn't fuck us over. Um, <laughs> uh, we were two minutes away from that happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's why. <laughs> so then I just kind of wave everybody over. So I know it seems strange, but I just I whispered something, and then the bird could understand me, and I talked to him. And he thinks he knows where Mo might be. Okay, but like... How does that help us, though? <laughs> I have a map now, an actual map, because Mo's map wasn't working. So maybe this one, which looks different, might actually get us through. Okay, but like, shouldn't we go to like the village where the people were? I don't know if we can trust the people here. Okay, Bob, what was it you said about the village? You said something... It's got the not friends there. What do you mean? The village is full of a lot of a lot of people that uh, I I don't really love because they love to shoot me away or yell at me or say, "Hey, you look tasty," and I don't love that sometimes because I I might look tasty. But well, that's are just they just unfriendly thing. to birds or are they like murderers? <laughs> <laughs> I think it it could be both. I, it's hard to tell for me because sometimes people just hate birds and they're really racist against them. And sometimes they're just a shoo, shoo, shoo away. Get, I just don't want poop here. Don't don't poop on me, please. And we, I've, I've had friends who try to poop on those people. I'm better than that, though. It's not me. Is it safe to go there? Well, other people go there and nobody shoos them away. So maybe, maybe it's okay for them. Do they there's, ever come back when they've gone there's there? There's hairy people who smell really musky. There's uh, people who look different every single time they go. There's people who never come out during the day. It's a little scary. There's some people who uh, wear a lot of shiny metal and throw really, really sharp rocks. But I think... Courtney, I think it's safe to say we should be avoiding the village. There's Courtney, also children there too. I'm not. Courtney's like, okay, if the bird I, says no, then I guess I not. Think- I think we should be going wherever we think Mo might be, personally. Well, they said that there's a cabin up on the side of the mountain. Oh, side of the mountain. I drew a little. Oh, can I see the map? Up on top is the village. Down below is the mountain with the laboratory. This is the little pit and the outhouse. Wait, wait. And then this is an other cabin that he didn't talk much wait, about. what's that cross thing there? Uh, that's the crossroads where you're at. Okay. I'll send a little picture. It's like, I'm just going to try to draw it, but that looks too and the little outhouse is where Mo is. Okay. Well, he says that there's a structure that's next to this strange pit. I think as long as we avoid the pit and head towards that, we might actually be able to find them. Well, okay, wait. You don't want to just always enti- entirely avoid the pit because it's got a lot of cool bugs that are really tasty. And sometimes if you catch them before they hit the ground, well, they're I, very tasty. I don't know that we're going to need tasty bugs. And the light at the bottom is friend. very fun. One time, a bird friend of mine flew into the pit and hit the little light at the bottom and he... I never saw him again. What light? Uh, the light at the bottom of the pit. Why is there a light at the bottom of the pit? Because someone put it there. I, I'm a bird. See a light and I fly right past that. I saw, I saw Jami, Jami. I saw Jami go right into it. And then yeah, I've never seen him again. So I don't think we should be going somewhere that no one was ever seen again. Spons. We need to find Mo. Stay, stay with the friends. Find friends, new friend and bugs. All right. Well, the bird says we should head this way, and I know that makes me sound like a completely lo- insane person, but I, I don't know what else to do. Courtney nods like she's taking this very seriously. She's on board to do whatever the bird says. <laughs> Lizzie is eyeing the bird very heavily, trying to figure out if it's real. Yeah, Avery is looks hesitant and will say, well, I, I don't know that we got much choice in the matter. We got to find Mo." This seems as a good option as any. 
Lizzie raises her hand and says, um, so if this little Tweety Bird guy is uh, spying on us, maybe we should get him not to say anything to Kelly because, I mean, that fine looking attractive guy was one thing, but we do not want him to know that we're trying to come find him, right? Okay. So, Bob, did you get that? Uh, no. Hi, I'm Bob. So, hi, hi friend. Bob, we need you to yes, friend, me tell too. Kelly that we're coming. You want me to tell him you're coming? No. Oh, okay. Do you want no, not don't tell him. Kelly anything? Oh, okay. Uh, if you want all of us to be your friends and you don't like Kelly, you should listen to me and not talk to him about this. As you say that, his wrist vibrates. Everybody else in the party hears chirping coming through it. Gemma hears Kelly's voice saying, Hey, is everybody, everybody's still there, right? I, I, I just told Mo that they're all still, I'm right? Everybody's still asleep? Bob kind of looks at his wrist and says, Yes, yes, sir. everything's fine. They're all still sleeping. Yes, sir. Another day. Thank, thank you, friend. Do you have more bugs? More bugs for friend? And Kelly doesn't respond, signs off. Oh, yes, friend. I help friend. Friend help. Yes. Happy, well, happy friend. Can you lead us there to where you think Kelly is? Of course. Yes. Friends on journey. Let's do it together. All right. So Gemma turns around everybody else. Again, I'm aware that this makes me sound like a lunatic, but this little bird, his name is Bob, and he's going to show us the way. And he isn't going to tell Kelly that we're coming. Lizzie puts her hand. So we might actually be able to find Mo and get them out of here. Um, Are you starting a new religion? I think that's a great call. Let's do it. Uh, I don't really know if this is that's going to work out in the long run. So <laughs> I'm going to pass on starting a religion. Courtney would like to pull another uh, like snack bar out of the bag and offer it to the bird. Friend, yes. Oh my Avery. god. He loses his mind and is <laughs> so happy. Avery, this Avery this time will actually notice and like hold himself back from lunging <laughs> for the bar when she's trying to pass it to the bird. Also, uh, Avery, will you roll a constitution check real quick? Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, I can do that. That's a oh sorry, I rolled a save. That was incorrect. No, that's fine. That's actually what it should have been. Oh cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a five. Everything inside of you wants to eat that bird. <laughs> right here, right now. Grab it. Oh shit. Yeah. So he 100 percent is going to try and make a lunge for the bird, uh, ignoring all logic. So you make a strength check. And I'll have the bird and anyone who's close enough to try to react. Can make uh, a I think Courtney would like to react if oh, she's yeah, close enough. Oh, yeah, you were giving the food to yeah. it. Yeah. So would you roll a dexterity save, Courtney? Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. oh, wait, I didn't roll for him. Oh, I'm a strong boy. <laughs> the one thing I'm good at. Wait, it says a 19. 19 for the dexterity save, 22 for the strength I save. Rolled. I rolled three for the bird. So no, oh no, no. Avery, Avery, are you going to eat the one that's going to show us the way? Immediately grabs the bird, pulls it up to its mouth. Avery, no. Avery, make one more Constitution save. Constitution, Gemma, make a don't you dare throw. You can do. You can try persuasion. That's gonna be a four. Okay. I love it. Uh, oh boy. This persuasion roll is going to have to be 
resulting in a 20 or higher. Otherwise, it's a word. Right. <laughs> no, Bob. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, man. I've been rolling 20s all night. But not today. Avery takes a big old bite. <laughs> and that's where we'll end the episode. No! <laughs> Avery just takes a bite Bob! of the bird. This has been Cool Weirding People Saving Throws. And... Now is the part of the episode where Noah comes out and says, a silly cast list. <laughs> I'm bisexual and proud, and this week we are August as Avery, KJ of Supernatural Opinions as Courtney, Elena as Gemma, Sam as Mo, and myself, Noah, as the DM. Hit up the episode description for our socials and the link to our website, QueeringThingsPodcast.com. Our next episode will be out December 22nd, so have a lovely holiday meal that's hopefully a little better than Avery's snack this week. Thanks again for listening, and we wish you a peaceful road. Until we meet again. Noah and I were playing Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> and we had this epic fucking battle where like I had um, just unlocked that ability so as we were having this fight and I was like oh like why don't I try turning into an animal we'll see where that goes <laughs> I turned into a fucking polar bear and I wrecked their whole shit it was amazing oh my god amazing amazing, amazing so energy good. right there I love that <laughs> <laughs>